Alexander. Shabbat for three. Bingo! Butler will get it for the win. Butler will get it for the win. Butler will get it for the win. He is hard to believe. Here's Jordan. What's going on guys? Welcome to Dime Dropper episode 26 of our 24 minute recaps. Before we get started, please make sure to subscribe on all platforms at YouTube at Dime Dropper Podcast. Make sure to subscribe on Apple Podcasts. Leave a review if you'd like. Follow on Spotify and of course to follow us on all social media platforms at Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Dime Dropper Pod. So in a busy night of basketball here on this Wednesday night, I will only be able to get to two games. I'll talk briefly about the Wizards as well at the end. But the Lakers and the Sixers, a very good game. And then the Warriors and the Wolves, which is about to finish right now. I think it's in the refrigerator. Hence the reason I'm on a little earlier tonight. The rest of the games, the Hawks and the Nets, the Suns. I don't know if I'll get to them because Devin Booker wasn't playing, but maybe I will. And the Celtics, for sure the Celtics and the Nets will be coming tomorrow when we go live after the Warriors-Suns game on TNT tomorrow night. So let's start with the Lakers who are playing against... One of their toughest opponents of the season thus far, and that was the Philadelphia 76ers, who have been in really good form under new coach Glenn Rivers. And I thought it was an interesting start to the game because Ben Simmons really was going at LeBron and scored on him a couple times to start the game, going right to the basket. And then LeBron retaliated by moving well without the basketball, and that's something we also have to acknowledge. LeBron, one of his biggest weaknesses throughout the years was moving without the basketball. He'd be stagnant without the ball, but he's become a much better cutter over the years, and we've seen more of it this season. Whenever Marcus Gasol has the ball up top, LeBron knows that his passing ability is second to none. He always makes hard cuts to the basket, and Gasol be finding him on those, and he was finding him a good amount to start the game. However, I think it was a timeout, or, I think it was a timeout and after they came back from the timeout, the Sixers started feeding Embiid, and he was getting guys in foul trouble, getting what he wanted. And then when the Lakers had to bring Gasol out, Montrader came in and he was having a tough time. He was only limited to 15 minutes because once again, he cannot guard. He had a nice donut, Randy's donut, Krispy Kreme style tonight because he cannot guard Joel Embiid. He cannot beat in the game. So as the game went on, and Danny Green also, I know Laker fans are probably not going to like the fact that he was hitting shots tonight. And Sixers fans could tell me if uh, if they if that's just been a thing this season that Danny Green's been hitting more. I know of late he has been, but that put the Sixers up 34 to 18. I thought Dennis Schroeder got off to a bad start. He was forcing it a bit, but as the game went on, LeBron started getting really aggressive, going to the basket, and then Anthony Davis slowly started getting into the game himself with some jump hooks, with some running hooks, which made it a somewhat close game. At the half, someone I noticed also who's a very solid, he's got a nice runner game, floater game, is Shake Milton. I've watched, obviously, the Sixers a couple times now. He's got a really nice, you know, in traffic, contested, you know, floater, runner, you know, coming off the pick and roll. But overall, also another thing, why does uh, Vogel wait so long to bring Caruso in the game? He didn't bring him in the whole first quarter, and I thought he was really good. Plus eight tonight, Caruso. That may have been the highest plus minus of any Laker. Yeah, it was. So, yeah, I don't know why Caruso doesn't come in earlier. Four of seven, ten points, good defense. You know what he's going to give. 
Um, but anyway, second half started, and the Lakers tightened up the defense a lot. Tightened it up. And Dennis Schroeder in the second half, noticeable difference. He was getting by guys, getting to the rim, and getting easy baskets, which made the game closer. But the end of the third quarter, Sixers kind of put the lead up a little bit. However, it was the really the fourth quarter in which the beginning of it at least the Sixers just got out and got some got some open threes and or not open threes actually just got some semi-contested threes and Ben Simmons was being aggressive and Joel Embiid was being aggressive getting to the line and somebody who I thought was better today was Tobias Harris as you know Tobias has been pretty good this season when I've watched him and you know what, what we say about Tobias I, actually maybe you don't because we haven't had many Oh, actually, you do. Go back to the Glorified Summer League podcast episodes. But Tobias' biggest enemy is himself. He can get a bucket on so many guys in the league because he's a shot maker. He's not a flashy, handle, create space guy. Or should I say, he's a create space with just his, you know, just his movement. He's not a shifty guy that's going to make a ankle breaker and create that type of space. He just needs a little bit of room, and that's all he needs. And that's all he needed at the end of the game. The Sixers had it wrapped up. I thought AD was... He really tailed off in the second half, like really tailed off. And he had 14 points at halftime, and he only finished with 23. So he only, what, nine points in the second half? And even though LeBron played well and he tried, I thought that he was not great in the fourth quarter, especially with the fact that him and Anthony Davis missed free throws in the fourth quarter. The Lakers missed at least, I know for a fact, minimum five free throws in the fourth that was disappointing, especially Anthony Davis, who's 5 of 10 from the line in this game, and he's only shooting 74% from the line, which is a career low. That's just not not great. And KCP, I thought this was the quietest game I'd ever seen from him, even though he had a big three late in the game. When the Lakers, it was Caruso that made the first three, and then it was, uh, if I'm not mistaken, who made the three before after Caruso? I think it may have been LeBron. I may be mistaken, maybe it was Wes or Gasol, but, oh no, it was Schroeder. It was Caruso, then Schroeder, then KCP, made it a close game, and it was a really nice play drawn up by Vogel to get Anthony Davis that layup. We've seen that so many times over the last two years with AD coming off, coming off the screen, going to the basket. But ultimately, one last play, it was a, almost a colossal choke job by Glenn Rivers' Sixers. We've become accustomed to that, watching Glenn Rivers' teams over the years. But it was a big-time shot by Tobias Harris going left, stopping on a dime, pulling over Caruso, who I thought he did an okay job defending. I think he tried. He got a little bodied there. I mean, that's a big man, Tobias Harris. Should the Lakers have switched? Let me know in the comments below. Ultimately, this wasn't really the Lakers' game to win. They were pretty outplayed and down for the, a, lot of the, a lot of the game. And the Sixers are a good team this year. And Joel Embiid is a problem for anybody when he's playing like that. And Ben Simmons, very aggressive. I really liked his aggression tonight, Ben. He had a triple-double in the game. 17 points, 11 boards, 10 assists, 8 of 15. Tobias Harris, 24 points, 10 of 16, 2 of 4 from 3. Thought he was fantastic. Joel Embiid, 28 points. Six boards, four assists, eight of 18. I also want to say I think Anthony Davis's defense has been a little lacking at times as well. He's gotten scored on more, I'll say it again, than I've seen all of last year. Embiid was scoring on him. You know, there's guys like Ben Simmons was going at his body and then offensive rebounding over him and scoring. I don't know what's happening with AD. I don't know if he's just saving all this stuff for the playoffs. But right now, LeBron's really carrying his ass on a lot of nights. Anyway, that's it for the Lakers. They lost their first road game of the season 
If you're not a Laker fan, give me a ha 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 in the comments because Laker fans love to laugh at everybody else when they win. So give me a nice ha 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 in the comments for the Lakers who lose their first road game of the season. By the way, I see the chat is not nearly as packed tonight for obvious reason. Maybe because I, I advertised that I was going to go live after the Warriors game and some people are missing that. Or because the Lakers lost and you vaginas don't want to get in my live because you're just scared of the smoke. Anyway, let's move on to this game that's about to finish right now. The Timberwolves and the Warriors. And the Warriors, Steph Curry had a slow first quarter shooting the ball. I think it was over 7 in the first quarter. But this Wolves team is garbage without D'Lo and Cat. So that leaves the Warriors an opportunity to, you know, not have to play too great and still win the game. I thought the second unit, Wiseman was fantastic, being very active. I thought Draymond was do is doing a good job of coming off screens, finding guys, pushing the pace, getting guys in transition as well. I thought Wiggins and Oubre both did done a good job in this game of taking it to the basket, especially Kelly Oubre, who, again, for the second night in a row, it seems like the same story. He takes it to the basket, and then he starts hitting threes. Listen to this line from Kelly Oubre tonight, guys. Seven of eight from the field, two of two from three, and four of four from the line. Kelly has 20 points which is tied with Wiseman, who has 20 points on 8 of 13 off the bench, to lead the Warriors in the scoring department. So two nights in a row for Kelly Oubre to have those kind of nights offensively, that is just fantastic. And you know what he's going to give defensively. And then you got a guy like, um, as Andrew Wiggins scores again just now, you got a guy like Draymond, who's plus 30 right now. Six points, six rebounds, eight assists. Draymond, two good games in a row, even though these are games against terrible teams, but you gotta get this done. And I was gonna give Andrew, I'm sorry, Anthony Edwards a compliment tonight because he looked like he was playing well in the beginning, but this Wolves team, it's all meaningless to me. Like, they are just a disaster right now. To Anthony Edwards, 25 points right now, 9 of 19. But here's the thing. Again, with Curry, even when he's not hitting, he's only got 16 points right now, 6 of 17. He, the attention that he garners that opens it up for everybody, whether he's getting blitzed on pick and rolls, whether they're letting him turn the corner and then bringing help defenders to force guys to shoot open threes, he finds them. And when they're making shots like guys like Damian Lee was tonight, five of six from the field, four of five from three, 17 points, and some solid defense for Damian Lee. It's going to be a good night in Warrior Land. 119 to 104 is the score right now with two and a half to go in the game. Curry has just checked out of the game. He's going to end his night with 16 points, 6 of 17, 4 of 11. Not a great night, but once again, it doesn't matter because what's the most important thing about the sport of basketball? Winning the game. And Stephen Curry has contributed positively into that aspect tonight, as he always does. If he wasn't playing, they probably wouldn't win. That's it for tonight's episode. Much shorter. I said I was going to be shorter tonight because we have more games to watch. It's tough on these nights when you have so many games and I can only watch a certain amount and then watch the others later. So I will come with more content tomorrow. Tomorrow we will hit the 24-minute threshold. It'll be a half, split in half tonight, 12 minutes. Now we will go for a little bit to the live YouTube subscribers waiting patiently. Super Chat's turned on if you want to drop a dollar or a dime for your boy. Thank you. Let me know what you thought. Peace.